We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count two, third degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.45 p.m. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jason, um, how are you, man? I feel like we're in historic times here a little bit, right? It feels like we're it, history is constantly unfolding around us these days. I, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, le- letting this news um, of the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial land in me. How are you doing, Marcus? Well, I was on a plane when it happened. So the minute I landed, uh, my phone was blowing up. Uh, I got text and uh, started text with you and Jared. And mm. I hope that um, April 20th or this spring is really, like this verdict is definitely not the end, right? That this is really the beginning of something new. Right. That's truly what I hope. But the feeling I felt when Derek Chauvin was guilty on all three counts, it was more relief than anything. It's not a victory lap. It was more relief. Um, And also a little bit surprise because we've been there before. Right. It's not like it hasn't been videos to the Eric Garner. It's not like it hasn't been videos to the Mike Browns, et cetera. Right. To me, Rice. Yeah. yeah. So Uh, a friend of mine sent me uh, just sent me a short text uh, reading guilty equals accountability, not justice. And I think what that at least sums up. Uh, a lot of what I've been, you know, catching from watching the news right after the verdict was, uh, uh, was issued and, uh, what I've managed to, to kind of glean from the, the few articles I've, I've, I've breezed through today. Um, how, how, you know, it's such a unique, uh, it's so unique that, that, you know, uh, that a police officer is actually convicted of a killing. And like you said, especially in this day and age when it's not just, uh, you know, stated facts, but it's actual, there's a a heavy visual component, you know, obviously if there wasn't a video 
of the murder of George Floyd, well, then Derek Chauvin probably still would be patrolling the streets of Minneapolis. Who knows? Right. But we're at a point where something very unique has happened. He was actually held accountable for his uh for his violence, for his for for a murder that he committed. Yeah, I mean there is there is so much to this. First of all, we hear because what a teenager, what a seventeen year old, um, young, super brave uh, person recorded, right? Because if you look at mm-hmm. the police report, what happened versus what's actually happened, I think, so that's just an important fact. Like, we're not here because the culture of police had changed pre this, right? We're here because mm-hmm. there was a nine minutes and 29 seconds, you know, video phone recording of this. And we also hear, I think, uh, because as a society, starting with the United States, starting with Minnesota, the culture has to change, right? And I have to say the tonality after this is different than all the other ones, right? Um, first yeah. of all, you hear from Keith Ellison, you know, the general attorney of, of Minnesota. You hear from... He was very eloquent in yeah. his uh, statement today. But you heard from Kamala but Harris the thing, early. But the thing is, Marcus, uh, what I just like to say, you know, the fact that Derek Chauvin was convicted is correct. He he is supposed to be held accountable. I mean, we all know this. You know, when somebody asked me today, "What do you think of the verdict?" I said, "Well, I think." Uh, it, it, it was the only, for me, the, it was the only outcome that would make any sense. It would be that he was convicted of it. But it's odd that it's so unique still, because to us, to, you know, millions of people all around the world, hundreds of millions who have seen this film, I think a lot of people were thinking, well, that was murder. The murderer should be held accountable. Yet and still, that's not historically the case. That in this one instance, it happened. I wonder if if really this is going to affect uh, systemic change or structural change. Maybe in the long run. Before this, I would think about something like Rodney King when the whole world was mm-hmm. engaged, but we didn't have social media at that point, right? So it was mostly mm. through CNN reports or maybe other uh, vessels, right? Uh, uh, this is something that truly is engaged the world in a way. And social media has been, and it's been driven also a lot by youth, but it's been driven by, obviously by people of color, but all people of color across the world, right? And I do think this video is so different because with Derek Chauvin, if you look into his, if you watch his eyes, he was so calm. He knew Mm. that he had this, code of, of blue covering him never in the state of Minnesota have a police officer been convicting against a, a killing of a black man so this is the first for that right so he had he, he had in a very wrong way he knew he was protected right and I think this mm. that video it's actually the calm for me in the video is what's the craziest here, right? He's sitting with his knee on George Floyd's neck and he's just super calm and he knows he's gonna murder somebody, mm-hmm. he knows he's being video filmed, but he's not at all panicked about it. That means to me that mm-hmm. he's protected by something, right? And I do think that 
it's that that has really it's changed that feeling that feeling of impunity that yes. can lead somebody to even because now and that's the relief that comes in now he's been convicted the other three police officers are about to go on trial shortly so now everybody's up for judgment one person has been found guilty held accountable held responsible and even the police officers who weren't doing the killing, but who were kind of, uh, who were aiding and 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 um, and uh, uh, assisting the killing, will also be held accountable. But all four of them, uh, in the moment where the murder was happening, in the moments and minutes when the murder was happening, felt that this was okay. So something led them to to uh, conduct their policing business in that way. And, uh, and again, I mean, you know, and I know, and our listeners know that this is so, it's so far from the first time. This is a long history of anti-Black violence uh, by specifically white men and often white men in blue uniforms. Um, and not only in the United States, but also in Sweden, in the UK, in Germany, in, in all countries where, where, where black and brown people live. And, and that's, why, that's why I think like, yes, it, relief is definitely the, the, the emotion that I was feeling yesterday. Um, I mean, I remember we texted or emotion was, uh, relief was definitely the emotion I was feeling right when I found out, you know, because it was all over the news. Uh, that in one hour, the verdict will be read. And I texted you and Jared directly and it's like, whoa, it looks like this is happening soon. And then we were in text, then we were in communication and I turned CNN on and, you know, the judge came on and I was like, all right, here we go. And it was like, I mean, I wasn't the only one. Obviously, everybody was holding their breath. What is he going to say? Uh, relief was definitely the uh, the the only thing I was feeling at that point. But I do think there is a, and this is important, right? Tone matters, right? And that's why I say and tone matters from the highest office, both from the local level in Minnesota and Minneapolis, but also from the highest office in the United States. So to hear almost immediately that Joe Biden called the Floyd family, that was important. And it was the right, it's like, reading the room, showing vulnerability, showing sensitivity, you know, engaging with on a family level, then hearing from Vice President Kamala Harris, for example, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I do think that this is it's not just broadcast and theatrical optics. This is important because we're going to, it's too close today, but this day is going down in history. And then what happened, right? And this mm. is, we're watching this and on a local level, there are police, law enforcement across this country that said, hey, we have to change the way we engage in the communities, right? Might not be right away, mm -hmm. but if, if let's say the president wouldn't have gotten involved, let's say vice president wouldn't have gotten involved, it just gave green light to continue with this bad culture, right? And at the end of the mm -hmm. day, that's mm -hmm. really what has to happen. We have to culturally think about how do we evolve policing in the, you know, in 2021 and 22 and, and, and et cetera for the future, right? Like, do we have to sell, send weapon armed 
police officer for every event, mm-hmm. for example. Of course we don't have to, right? Uh, you think about, was it necessary to send an armed officer to Dante Wright? What would the outcome have been if we wouldn't have done that, right? Do you know what I mean? So there's, mm-hmm. there's clearly the over-policing. It's not just by numbers, but it's also, at what case do we send mental health workers? Or what case do we send armed police officer and what cases do we actually send something else everything else in society Jason is constantly being Mm. worked on you are not doing the albums the way you did albums when you started in the 90s but you still loved the art of music and hip hop being constantly updated so why wouldn't we do that in I'm not cooking in the same way but but look at it this the the policing software is being updated too but in the wrong direction I mean uh, as far the weaponization I you know I haven't seen it with my own eyes but just last summer seeing uh police in Portland Oregon you know it looked like they it, they look like soldiers in Fallujah you know in camo gear and their masks and and the size of the guns that's a clear difference from 92 when when the riots were going down in LA where you know, it was police officers in traditional police officer uniform. Nowadays, they look like it's it's military style, you know, so it's definitely gone in the wrong direction. It's also about teaching de-escalating situations, right? And if you have context of, uh, and I'm going to say on a local level, right? There is something like the Police Athletic League where police officers play basketball with local kids, right? Well, it's just things like that, that you have other engagement when you know that person, when you know so-and-so, right? So the context of how police engages in the community obviously changes when you start seeing people versus uh, numbers and just stats, right? So uh, mm. I hope, and I really, really hope that this is a really the first day in many to come where the U.S. really starts saying, hey, we can't go on like this. And remember back when we did our uh, recording after the election, Marcus, and we were talking about the fact that, you know, it took a global pandemic to, 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 uh, uh, to dethrone uh, the previous president, right? A global, like, the the distinctly biggest single event to happen globally in our lifetimes to, to dethrone the previous president and and make way for a president biden um i kind of feel like this guilty verdict also uh demanded this the the, the global uprising that we saw last year you know the 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 burning summer and and fall of of intense protests, you know, going on for months at end in certain cities, Portland, for example, the, uh, the level of consciousness, outrage and voices, uh, speaking out on this globally, you know, um, that, that pushed, (laughs) that pushed the envelope so that we, could hear the verdict being read and Derek Chauvin being found guilty on all three counts. That and a nine minute piece of visual footage. This is what actually happened. So that in itself, you would think would be enough for the verdict to go the right way. Mm-mm, not at all. We saw that with Philando Castile, for example. Um, 
but you know, it's just, it takes all this massive global energy to, to, mm, to kind of make, to bend that, uh, the, 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 that moral arc that Martin Luther King was junior was talking about to bend that towards justice takes all all this widespread global uh, effort and local time. heroes and true local heroes because a lot of groundwork has been done yeah but i mean local heroes it and it's just if it weren't for this uh for this massive uprising demanding justice then then you know justice is not something that would that the system self produces that we know that obviously it's just, it's, I don't know what the proper adjective is, but it's it's just incredible to take that in. That this is what it takes to get uh, to, to get a police officer to be held accountable. Literally, millions of people across the world protesting it. But I think once again, America shows that it shows its complexity, right? To get somebody to a guilty verdict, it's layered, highly layered and complex. And the system is not a straight arrow. And we would be in a completely different place if we wouldn't have that video. That's, that's a given, right? That's just number and, one. But then we also have like some local heroes, like someone like Donna Williams that, you know, very articulate, you know, he was... He never, you know, when you look at the defense, right, that constantly tried to tear apart and dehumanize George Floyd, right? And just throwing in that level of doubt because it only takes one juror to go for that doubt, right? They even said, you know, the, all the different things that they made up there, right? Uh, it was just to throw in some doubt, right? The, you know, the defense tried to paint Donald Williams it was as carbon an angry, monoxide poison. Yeah, and yeah. they tried to paint Donald Williams as an angry black man because that narrative is so known. It's like, no, you're not going to paint that picture of me, right? And so I mean mm. that there was a lot of people that stood up and made this and local heroes, quiet heroes. Uh, we know a lot of people quit their jobs and just went to Minneapolis to be part of it, to be part of the resistance. Uh, and and so it is, it's a tale of that. It's a tale of completely sadness that I think hopefully something eventually better is going to come out of this. We know that we have to change things, right? What that looked like, we're not going to see that today, tomorrow. But we, there is, being in the U.S., there is a completely different feel and mode and i hope that this is a new day if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Marcus, one of, the, one of the most eloquent voices we've had on this moment is Kimberly Jones. And I know that you reached out to her recently to talk about her feelings and thoughts when the trial uh, against Derek Chauvin was going on. How was that conversation, Marcus? No, one of the things that Kimberly and I talked about was, you know, how how it is to raise a black son during these times, right? Our son, being a teenager, is just a little bit older than Adam Toledo. So how do you, as a mother raising a teenager, how do you process all this? Well, the first thing I do is communication with my son, right? Like letting him know, unfortunately, you know, as black parents, we have to have conversations with our kids that other people don't have to have. And it's not about allowing our kids to submit to the white supremacist delusion. It's more about keeping them safe and giving them the awareness around themselves to know how they face different challenges and how to be prepared to combat those challenges. I'm fortunate that I have a really amazing 
relationship um, with my co-parent, with my son's father. And so he is really good also at engaging in those conversations, particularly as having a very specific lived experience as a black man in America to have those conversations with our son, to give our son the preparedness he needs to combat that. Our, you know, our son is, you know, the benefit of our hard work. My, my ex and I both, you know, grew up in very marginalized communities where we were exposed to even more atrocities and disenfranchisement than what my son has experienced. So also being transparent and sharing some of those stories with him about our lived experience helps to not only um, give him some guiding points to how to survive, but also to nurture in him some empathy for people who have a different lived experience than he does because he has above some of the kids, you know, kids his age that are experiencing these atrocities. Adam Toledo, 13 years old, two years younger than your son. Like, how do you even, how do you, how do we even process that? Yeah, I was like, his poor mother, oh Lord, his poor mother, I can only imagine her pain and that case in particular hit me really hard because I live in Atlanta I have lived in Atlanta for a very long time but Chicago is my hometown so this happened in my backyard in a sense and so um I just I just also am concerned about people of color consistently having to consume these moments um, because it is death by a thousand cuts. It's even though we think we're just watching a video, we're just reading a news clip, we're just, you know, we put that term just in front of those things. There's no way it's not having a psychological impact on you to consume trauma that has the potentiality to affect you or your family um, in the way that we do, but I think first things first is always how to process those things is just sit back, take a moment and relax before we speak, before we have a knee jerk reaction or anything like that. And then figure out best ways um, that we can honor that person and their family through this time and, and being sympathetic to what the families could be going, you know, could be going through and everything like that. And then third is, is just to remember to always, always, always be also working on as a collective of people of color, our own healing, because the trauma based in all these situations is having its effect on all of us. We also talked about mental health and how you, you know, work on self-care, you know, and, and um, she's not shy about it. She works really, really hard. And then to reload, she just goes away. I really look forward to hearing it, Marcus. I feel like in moments like this, sometimes it's too much. It comes, I'm, I'm appreciative of the information, but it's also hard. Where do I put that into my body as I'm raising my son, as I'm trying to go to work? How do I not put this as just takes over my day completely? How do you stay up and don't become depressed mentally? Because this is hard work. I have three things that I lean on pre- predominantly. One is, my my hobby my love my passion is travel i love to travel i do not my i do not allow myself to feel bad or guilty when i have hit a wall and know that i need a vacation um like i just came i just got back home yesterday because i just woke up on monday morning and was like i am i can feel the anxiety and the angst and the down and i was like you know what 
I'm, I live in Georgia. It's going to be even to book a flight today is going to be cheap to get to Flor Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to Florida tomorrow. I just need to spend like two or three days in Fort Lauderdale by the water, decompress, do whatever I need to do. And so I, you know, I used to feel guilty about things like that, but I don't anymore. And I, with time, I've learned to not feel any way about taking that time for myself. The second thing that I do is along with some good friends, we run a, a one day retreat every third Sunday of the month. We run an event called Revolutionary Healing, and it is a full day retreat that we offer to black and native indigenous people of America. We always do it in a very green space. So there can be lots of social distancing. We do it in places that have acres and acres of land. And we have um, we have griots that come to speak and we have different workshops and we always do it in a space that has interesting activities. Like for this Sunday, we're doing at a strawberry patch so people are going to be able to do strawberry picking but then we'll also have like yoga and um and and trauma therapy and all of these things out here in the open fresh air and then the third thing is which is the smart thing that we all do is like i lean on the people who love me i try not to lean on them too hard and break it up and you know do it with different i vent to my sister this week and then you know vent to my best friend the next week but you know i i allow myself to be vulnerable with people who make me feel safe so that i can get some of this off my chest. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for inspiring us. Thank you for being in of it and of it and being a friend of this moment. We appreciate and we love you. And you can go to Fort Lauderdale as many times as you want because <laughs> you deserve it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much for having Keith. me on. Jason, I also thought about us because this moment really came out of this last spring, right? Us talking, us sharing, what is this, the transatlantic bridge? How is the news of Black Lives Matters and the incredible work that was done during the spring of 2020 by so many here in the States and then eventually coming to Sweden as well. Uh, so I guess now it's back to music and food, is it? <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, the, our first episode, the first episode that we published, we had recorded several before, was number one was called George Floyd. So, you know, and, and this will be our 50 something episode about the guilty verdict of Derek Chauvin. Um, so rest in power to George Floyd, at least in this instance, in this unique case. Uh, you know, accountability was held. Thank you so much to Kimberly Jones for coming back on this moment. Marcus, be well, brother. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have suggestions, thoughts, stories you want to share, email us at thismomentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, thismomentpodcast, and we will be back next week. Peace. Peace, my brother. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 